Hello, this is Pastor Sam Velez, and I'm so glad that you're joining us for our service. We hope you enjoy this message today, that it blesses your life and your families. We love you. To the, tw- to the 22nd Psalm, the 22nd Psalm, and verse 3. This is a Psalm of David. David writes, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. I want to preach to you a message today entitled, My Praise is a Problem. My Praise is a is a problem. Turn to somebody next to you and say, your praise is a problem. Come on and turn to somebody next to you, one of your neighbors. Tell them your praise, it's a problem. And you may be seated today in the presence of our God. My praise is a problem. I want to take the next few moments that we have together, friends, to be able to preach to you today about your praise. I've noticed that we're living in a time where in our church culture, in most churches, most people, they don't know the difference between praise and worship. And I really want to be able to take time today to be able to make it very evident about what your praise is and what it could do. I know that people are, are very, uh, are very aware of what possibly praise and worship could be because they're, they're a part of it during a service. And you know, every church service, wherever you go, you will notice that they have an element of their service called praise and worship. They, they take about 15 minutes. 30 minutes, 45 minutes to be able to sing and praise God and worship God. But the reality is this, is that maybe you're in here today and it's your first time in church and maybe you've wondered about what praise is and maybe you thought, oh, praise is just me karaoke with with like the rest of of like the people in, in like the sanctuary. But really, I came to tell you of the opposite. Praise is not you just being a part of karaoke. We don't have a time in in like our service that's labeled karaoke. What we do at the beginning of our service is powerful. It's edifying and it causes the earth to shake and it's a magnet to the presence and power of God. And I want you to be made aware of something that your praise is a weapon. And that's why if you were to be able to utilize your praise, it'd be a problem to every devil, every hell, every witch, And I'm telling you today, because you're in the sanctuary right now, because you're about to receive the word of God, get ready. Your praise is about to be a problem to all of hell, to every demon and every devil. Come on and give God praise if you believe that today. Your praise, my praise is a problem. If I can make just two definitions for praise and worship, it's this. Worship is humbling and it's all about who God is. When when you take time to worship God, you are being reminded and you're being, uh, and you're taking the time to be able to remember who God is. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's El Shaddai. 
die. He's the ancient of days. He's bright and morning star. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. That's who our God is. And when you worship, it's all about you taking a time to reflect and humble yourself and say, I know who my God is. And I know that my redeemer lives. But praise, praise is different. Because worship at times can be reflective, but praise is not so much reflective as it is declarative. When you praise, you're saying, I know God is Jehovah Rapha, and I know provision is coming my way. I know that God is Jehovah Rapha, and I know healing is coming my way. I know God is the God of the breakthrough, and breakthrough is about to take place in my marriage, in my home, with my children. Praise is declarative. And when you praise, you're praising God for everything he's done. My God has healed me. My God took care of my marriage. My God protected me. My God has brought me all this way. And he hasn't brought me all this way to leave me. So I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to sing unto him and bless his name. The Bible, it says something fantastic about praise. I don't know if you've ever ever noticed it, the, like the verses in our lobby, it's in those black tile, it's in Spanish, but, but the verse says this, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Listen, God wants you to be able to learn the power of your praise. Because if you were to be able to learn the power of your praise, you'd never be able to be okay with being down a day of your life. You, you'd never be able to look at a problem and just sit back and say, well, it is what it is. This is the world we're living in. This is what's going to happen. No, you'd be able to look at every problem, every, every attack, everything thrown your way and say, I'm not going to stay this way. My praise is a problem. I'm going to make the earth sick. I'm going to open up the heavens and I'm going to get God in this problem. Your praise, it's a problem. It's a problem. And one of my favorite pastors says this about praise. Let me just read it to you exactly so I don't butcher it. He says, praise is high level, vocal, bodily, singing loud expression unto God. And the devil hates it. You see, if there's one thing that I want you to take from this sermon is this. The devil hates when the people of God praise him. The devil hates that you praise God. The devil hates when you take time to be able to wake up on a Sunday morning and come into the sanctuary and say, my God is a healer and he's going to heal me. My God is my redeemer and he's going to redeem me. My God is a restorer and he's restored me. You see, if there's one thing that irritates the devil and all of hell is when the people of God wake up and say, devil, You're not going to take away my praise. You're not going to take away my hope. You're not going to take away my home or my family because my praise is a problem. So I dare you to come my way. I dare you to throw me a best shot because my praise is about to send you the other way. The devil hates praise. 
And I want you to know this, that if the, if, if the devil hates a mouth full of praise, then that means that the opposite of a mouth full of praise is a mouth full of complaints. Listen, listen I, I, I need you to understand this. Because what happens a lot of times is people, they give the devil access to their life without even knowing it because they complain about everything in, in their life. I don't have the car. I don't have the house. I don't have the marriage. My kids aren't like that person's kids. My this isn't like theirs and here and there and look at me and woe is me. Everything is a complaint. You see, the opposite of a mouth full of praise is a mouth full of complaints. And the Bible says in Philippians, do everything without grumbling. What does that mean? Grumbling means complaining. That means that God wants us to be a people that instead of complaining about what's wrong, we'd praise him for everything he's done and everything he's going to do. And I'm telling you today, you want to fix your home? I want you to fix your praise. You want to fix that marriage? I want you to fix your praise. You want to fix those kids? I want you to fix your praise. Get rid of the complaints. What you don't have, you don't need. What you do have is what you need. And God wants you to learn that your praise has power. So I want to give you three things about praise. Three things that praise is. Number one, praise is a magnet. Psalms chapter number 22 David writes that God inhabits the praises of his people. When you praise God, you are literally being a magnet to the presence and power of God. If there's ever anything in your life where you need God to intervene and step into and do something about, I want you to get your praise ready because your praise is a magnet to the presence and power of God. When you take time in your house to praise God, you invite the presence of God in your house. When you take time in that room to praise God, you invite the power of God. And I'm telling you today, if you want to be able to draw the presence and the power of God into your life, into your home, into your business, into your marriage, I want you to get your praise ready because your praise is a magnet. It's a magnet to, to the presence and the power of God. David says that God inhabits the praises of his people. What does that word inhabit mean? It means that God steps into wherever his praises are. Wherever you praise God, God steps into that place. If you praise God at your business, God is going to step into that business. If you praise God in that room where you and your spouse sleep, God is going to step into that, uh, into that room and bless that marriage. Listen, the praise power that it has is that it's a magnet. It's a magnet to the presence of God. David makes it clear. God inhabits the praises of his people. But if praise is a magnet, one thing that'll turn God away is when you're full of complaints, full of negativity, full of I can'ts, full of ifs. Listen, 
because you're a child of God, if should not even be in your vocabulary. It's not if God's going to do it, it's God will do it. It's not maybe God will come through, it's God will come through. It's not possibly it might work out. If everything that I calculated and did, if, if I did it right, it should work. Listen, no, it's not if you did it right. It's because God called you to it. And that's why he's going to bless it. God inhabits the praises of his people. You want to you wanna draw in the presence of God? You want to draw in the power of God? Then before you go to work in that morning, praise God. Put some worship on and say, thank you, God, for giving me another day of life. Thank you that your mercies are new every morning. And I receive them right now by faith. Thank you that this day is going to be a great day. Thank you that that the devil is not going to have my marriage or my children or my business or my vision or my hope. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I praise you because you brought me all this way. You've protected me. You've guided me. You've been for me and you've never been against me. I'm telling you today that praise, it's a magnet. It's a magnet to the presence and power of God. Number one, praise is the magnet. Number two, praise is a weapon. I love this. You, if you go to the Old Testament, you go to the book of Joshua, you find out about about a story that had to deal with a city named Jericho. You find the people of God and their leader, Joshua. They've come across this city named Jericho. Huge city. Had a bunch of people living in it. But Jericho was known because it had walls that were huge. Walls that were extremely strong. But if you read that story, the very first thing in that story that the Bible says is that Jericho had built those walls so that the people of God would not invade and occupy the land. Listen, there are things that belong to you that you're going to have to use praise as a weapon to get. There are things that God has given you by faith because you're a child of God. There's a miracle. There's a vision. There's a dream. There's a marriage. There's a business that belongs to you. But the thing is, is that the enemy has been blocking it because he knows that if you can get to it, you will be able to believe God at his word. But I'm telling you, like the wall, of Jericho when they fell everything that's in front of your life that has been stopping you from getting to the purpose of God will fall in the name of Jesus the Bible says that these walls were meant to keep the people of God out but God told Joshua I want you to get the people and I want you to do these set of things And on the seventh day, after you've walked around those walls, I want you to get all the people to give a shout. And when you do, those walls will come down. Joshua said, all right, if you said it, I'm going to believe it. Gathers all the peoples 
tells them, hey, this is what God said we're to do. So I want you to follow it starting today. And on day seven, we're going to give those walls the greatest shout we've ever given. The people do it. For six, for six days, they walk around those walls. They follow the commands of God that God gave Joshua. And on day seven, the Bible says that they walked around and Joshua said, I want you to give me the greatest shout that you can. And those people, they got their lungs ready and they gave those walls the greatest shout of praise that they could give them. And the Bible says that suddenly, suddenly the walls came down and the people of God went in and took what belonged to them. I'm telling you the devil can't keep you from your promise. I'm telling you the devil can't keep you from your blessing. But you gotta release the greatest shout of praise that you can release. Listen, if there's something that you can live by, live by this. If I will take care of my praise, God will take care of my problems. If you will take care of your praise, get rid of the negativity. Get rid of what, what you don't have. Get rid of repeating what the news anchor said. Get rid of repeating what that boss said. If you would instead take care of making sure that your praise is protected. I know my God is a redeemer and my redeemer lives. I know that God is Jehovah Jireh. He's my shepherd and I lack nothing. He's my provider. I know he's for me and he'll never be against me. I'm not broke. I'm blessed. I'm not lost. I'm found I'm not dead I'm alive I'm not I'm not hurting I'm healed if you will take care of your praise God will take care of your problems the problem is people they let their problem dictate their praise so they'll come into church one Sunday oh man they can shout they can dance they can clap they can do the whole thing whole shebang all all 10 yards all nine yards but something goes wrong throughout the week. Something goes wrong before you got into the house. And now your praise is nullified. It's void. Now you, you can't lift your hands. You can't look into God. You, you can't receive a message. It's because the problems are greater than, than the praise. But the Bible says if your praise will be greater than your problem, the walls of that problem are going to have to come down. The thing that's been Keeping you out is going to have to fall and let you in. If you can take care of your praise, God will take care of your problem. Don't let your problem dictate your praise. Well, you know, we're still coming out of a pandemic, so I don't know if I can go to church. No, no, no. Don't let your problem dictate your praise. Let your praise take care of the problem. Well you, well, you know, Alex, you know, the president said that we're going to expect a recession and, you know, we got to be very careful. So I can't take my wife here. I can't get, get my kids. This. No, no, no. The Bible says that we are the children of God. He is our shepherd and we lack nothing. We take care of our praise and God takes care of all of our problems. The people of God, they, they encountered a big problem. One that was bigger than them in the natural. 
But listen, in the natural, things might be bigger than you, but in the supernatural, they are not bigger than your God. Those walls, they might have been bigger than those people, but they were not bigger than God. Those walls might have been stronger than those people, but they were not stronger than God. Listen, take care of your praise, and God will take care of your problems. Praise, it's a magnet. Praise is a weapon. Last one, praise moves the very earth and breaks chains. You go to the book of Acts, you find a story with two men, one named Paul, one named Silas. They were walking through a city, and every day as they're going to pray, this little girl who was demon-possessed would shout, Hey, these two guys, they've come to preach the gospel, and they've come to tell you that you can be saved. Which automatically, I love that part of the story because God is so good, he will let the devil do all the marketing for him. They didn't need no Facebook ad. They, God used the very devil. He used the very demon to say, hey, these guys are preachers. They're about to tell you that you can be saved. Oh, God is so good. Everything the enemies used against you, he's about to turn it around to start work working for you. That's how God is so good. The Bible says that every day they're walking and they hear this little, like this little girl just yell out this about them. And then the Bible says that one day Paul, if you go to one translation, it makes Paul sound nice. It says that Paul was grieved. But in another translation, you'll find out that Paul was angry. He was upset. He looked at that devil. He said, get out in Jesus' name. And the Bible says that instantly the devil left. But the thing is that that little girl was being used by these, by, by these men to be able to bring in people so that she could tell them their future. And they were making money off of this girl being possessed. Well, now this girl is free and she can't do what she used to do. And the men are upset. Now we can't get the money that we used to get. So they get Paul, they get Silas, they bring them to the market. And they say, these men have been teaching something that is making everybody upset. The Bible says that the, that the religious leaders, they throw Paul and Silas in jail and they tell the jailer, I want you to protect them with your very life. So the jailer puts them at the most inner part of the prison. It was called the dungeon. Puts them in the most inner part and puts their feet in stocks and leaves them there. You would think Paul and Silas would be like, well, God, what do we do? I mean, I thought we were doing the right thing. That little girl was possessed. We got her freed. Why are we here? What do we do to end up here? So many times people find themselves in this, in this predicament. God, I served you. I came to church every Sunday. I gave my tithe every time. I gave offering. I served. And now look at what I'm going through. Why am I going through what I'm going through? But they let that dictate their praise. Well, I'm not going to praise God until it changes. Listen, be careful. 
Don't ever let the enemy brainwash you to believe that until God fixes it, he's worthy of praise. No, no, no. God is worthy of our praise at all times. He is great and he is greatly to be praised. When things don't look our way, we still praise him. When things aren't sounding like they're supposed to sound, we still praise him. When when the money's not coming in just yet, we still praise him because we know he is great and he is greatly to be praised and the devil's not going to take away our praise. The Bible says that they're in this dungeon and at midnight, some pastors will say, man, they were there all day, all day just waiting. I don't believe that. I believe that they were put in that jail and the time that we just get is midnight. So that could have been in two minutes after they got put in. But whatever it is, the Bible says that when they were put in, they started to pray. Hallelujah. They started to pray. Don't you ever lose your power in praying. Don't you ever stop praying over that marriage. Don't you ever stop praying over that house. Don't you ever stop praying over those children. You keep praying. The Bible says they began to pray. And then I love this. The Bible does not say that they began to worship. No, no, no. The Bible, it makes it clear in every translation. It says that they prayed and they sang praises to God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that as they prayed and sang praises to God, that suddenly, suddenly the earth began to shake and there was an earthquake and the earthquake was so great that it shook the prison to its foundation and every door was open and every chain was broken. I'm telling you today that praise still has that power. It can move the literal earth under our feet and it can break every chain off of your life the same way the same way that Paul and Silas were able to experience that the earth beneath them began to tremble and shake. Why? Because Jesus said, if you don't cry out and praise me, the rocks will cry out and praise me. I love it because I believe that when they started to sing praises, it's like the earth beneath them started to praise God too. He is alive. He is king of kings. He is Lord of lords. He is above. He is holy. He is the ancient of days. If there's something in your life right now that is not moving, I dare you to praise God for it. If there's something in your life that you feel is not being opened, the promotion if you feel like, like that relationship, it's not being open, it's not working. Listen, use your praise as a magnet, as a weapon, and cause your praise to shake the very earth under your feet and cause it to break the chains over your life, over your children's life, and over your generations. That's what praise can do. 
praise will literally move the feet. Like you, they will literally move the earth that are under your feet. Oh, I want you to be encouraged of something today. Your praise still has power. I want you to be encouraged of something today. I want you to go back home today. I want you to go to work tomorrow. And I want your praise to be a problem to every devil in that office, every devil in that city. And I want you to show up and say, devil, you're you're not going to take away my praise. My God is great and he is greatly to be praised. It doesn't matter what I've lost. It doesn't matter what I don't have. What I do have is my praise. And if my, and if the praise of God's people brought the walls of Jericho down I know my praise will bring these walls of depression down I know my praise will bring these walls of poverty down I know my praise will bring these walls of thoughts of suicide down I'm telling you today live by it if you will take care of your praise God will take care of your problems Come on and give God praise today if you believe that. Oh, come on. We've talked about praise all morning. Come on and give him your shout of praise and let every devil know our God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise moves the earth and breaks chains. Listen, your praise is a problem. Your praise my praise, it's a problem. There are, there are giants that are running amok on our earth. Giants of depression. Giants of anxiety. Giants of poverty. Giants of divorce that have been running amok on our generation. Trying to destroy everything in their sight. But I want you to listen to me when I say this because I declare and I decree you will endure. You know the Bible says that the race that God gives was not given to to the weak or to the strong. It was given to the people that will endure until the very end. I'm looking at people in here that have endured a lot. But you will endure until the very end. I'm looking at people in here who have lost loved ones. People in here who have lost friends. People in here who have lost jobs and money. But you've endured. And I want you to get ready because God's about to give you double for your trouble. I want you to get ready because God's about to transform your praise to being a magnet, a weapon and I want you to get ready because your praise is about to go to another level where it's going to make the earth beneath your feet shake and every chain in your life is going to have to be broken. Your praise is a problem. It's a problem to the devil. It's a problem to hell. It's a problem to every witch and every demon that has been running around in this city thinking that they own this city. I dare that witch and that devil to stand up against our God. Our God is great and he is greatly to be praised. And I want you to get ready. I want you to serve the eviction notice to every devil and every witch. And I want you to tell them, get out of my life because my praise is a problem. The devil's not going to have your marriage. He's not going to have your children. He shouldn't have messed with you. He's going to regret it 
because God is for you and he will never be against you. Thank you so much for joining our service and for listening to us. We are located at 4519 East Del Mar Boulevard in Laredo, Texas, and we hope that you continue to be a part of our ICM family.